0: welcome to the Deling Pod with me james dellingpot and i know i always say i'm excited about this week's special guest but it's not a special guest it's
1: dick dick hello i'm here Hi, I'm not being special hello everyone
0: um i have just had some um some steak and salad for lunch right are you are you, are you fasting today i
1: i have just broken my fast it's a mini fast right. for me on Fridays. I don't eat from 7 o'clock the previous night. It matched about 18 hours. You're looking in the pink of health, Dick. If only I could achieve that. I've lost weight do- doing to- this thing. Uh, I-, I don't need to, oh. but I have, and it's uh, it's not bad. It's just that uh, yeah. dad tummy type thing that I'm, I'm shaking off, which
0: is great. This is the problem, isn't it, being of our build, that it... There's less of an incentive to do all the fasting thing and all the all the weird diet thing because I mean there, there are definitely some people out there who really need to go on these these diets. Yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking I already look pretty pretty emaciated as it is. Anyway, I went and bought this ribeye steak, mm. grass-fed, all the all the all the gubbins from a local producer where you can see the cows in the field eating the grass, mm-hmm. and I it was huge and I brought it home. do you know how much it cost for a steak um, but it was just a massive steak just a single massive steak it was a a single massive ribeye steak right quite so no, quite thick cut 20 quid 13, 13 quid that's not bad so okay so I divided it between three of us and I thought everyone's going to be saying this is fantastic and and boy Dellingpole was, was with me it was delicious melting the wife uh, melt in the mouth. And wife the said. Wife. Melt in the wife. And wife said, This is like dog food. And I was thinking, bloody how? Do you oh my I God. know? It was really I I think it was just a woman thing. I don't I don't think it was a genuine a, a genuine um taste response. And how rare you know, how you women it? like that sometimes. Uh not so rare that there were any bits that could be called blue. So right. no, it was cooked through all the way I'd say it was medium rare. Genuine okay. medium rare, right? That's that's sort of how I like mine. Towards medium, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I can't be doing with this a bit in the middle which is uncooked because it, it's nice in theory. You think, yeah, I'm eating proper man steak, um, mm. it, almost raw. But actually, the, the experience is not pleasure pleasurable because the texture is not as good. I don't think. No, I agree. Yeah, I've
1: always been that yeah. little bit squeamish about the the uncooked bit but uh yeah a good proper medium rare is a wonderful thing Um, and i'm having steak more often than not on a sunday now as well i i I, uh, although i have got it from the butchers i still think those aldi steaks that you put me on two ages ago the 40 day aged ones are just just great for a a work a day steak what have we moved on from
0: aldi We've moved on. It, 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 it's really hard keeping up, but there's going to be oh. lots of people at this point shaking their heads. I, I know, I, I know. I thought,
1: of, I thought Sodom, you know, uh, it, it works for no. me. But is, does it turn out to be um, Bill
0: Gates' vaccinated steak or something like that? Well, I checked I checked the labelling. Yeah. And previously, you see, I'd gone for the however many days aged, and I'd been fooled by this. I was thinking, yeah, it's aged. Aged, that's good. Aged must be good. Mm. But... Now that now that this is the problem, isn't it? That one becomes more and more refined in one's tastes. I mean, mm. have you tried playing the game where you look at anything from the supermarket, um, which is in a jar? And for example, so horseradish. The other day, mm. hadn't got. Uh, we, we we had some really nice horseradish bought from Ben's farm shop in uh, in Topness, and it was made of horseradish. And and unfortunately, we left it behind. So I looked in our larder to see what horseradish, and, and there was something promisingly called hot horseradish. So you think, oh, hot horseradish, that's going mm. to be good. You look at the label, it's got sodding rapeseed oil. In of course, it, it has. And and, quite a large and you percentage, look at the I would and have thought. Marks and Spencer one. Oh, well, yeah. And there's a Marks and Spencer you think, oh, good old Marks and Spencer's. They're going to be high end. At least they won't. And you look at the label, rapeseed oil. It's mm-hmm. like, it's. They think we don't notice, and perhaps most of us most don't. Most people
1: don't. But I've had conversations you... with people about this. They weren't even aware, A, that it was in their food, or B, that it was bad for you. Hmm. So it's don't, it's very just Finish hard. off the
0: Aldi steak bit. What, 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 what's the wrong with them? The Aldi steak bit, I, it says fed by grass and forage. And you're thinking, hang on a second, what is this forage? Well, are the cows, like, going hunter-gathering, are they? They're just sort of... Foraging? What, for mushrooms? No. You know that forage is a euphemism for something else. Right. I don't know it, what it is, but it's not grass, is it? Well, is that as bad as it gets? Probably sort of, sort of cancer plants. They probably well, feed for, them on for cancer plants. for a
1: fiver plants. for my sirloin steak, I mean, I, I, I don't see that yeah, as, yeah, a, yeah.
0: as a deal-breaker. There is an argument, and I've heard this, people who go on the carnivore diet say... Um, that actually the carnivorousness of it even if you eat crap like even if you eat processed sort of meat like sausages and things mm. still the the meatiness of it is it more than offsets the damage you're doing by eating the this is the, this is the thing there is no there is no single authority that can tell you what is the righteous the righteous diet because you've mm. got all these competing people um with their with their diet, you know the carnivores are just like you can't eat what well, you eat. a Vegetable, oh, you're poisoning yourself with with all the all the poisons that vegetables produce. Listen, so that you're the one to who has them least... onto your podcast <laughs>
1: one by one with the well,
0: weird and freaky I...
1: diets, and we can't do
0: all of them. Natasha Campbell McBride was kind of ruining, wasn't wasn't she? In the, I, I haven't basically... I haven't done that one. Oh, she's great because. She's really common sense Russian. Um, she she obviously knows her stuff, and you come away thinking, right? I can't eat out again because I can't guarantee whether they've they've fried it in 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 lard or butter as they should, or whether they've put something mm. else on it. And they might give me a vegetable, and 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 that's no good because we get our, all our nutrients from animals, animals, and I should really be eating more butter and more fat and more mm. blah blah blah. It's very hard, and then you talk to somebody else. You know, you talk to talk to Clive to Carl, and Clive's like, "Yeah, man, whatever, whatever goes, you know, just just take some methylene blue, man, and and your piss will go go blue." It does, by the way. I've been taking methylene blue. Yeah. is a is a, a real pain in the ass. Do you know why? Because uh, I mean, because it takes
1: ages to come up, and then you're only dancing for half an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, no. Unfortunately, methine, methylene blue is really, really staining. Okay. It's like mega staining. So if you get a tight, so when you when you screw your because you, you, it, it comes with a dropper, and when okay. you unscrew the dropper, uh, you get inevitably a little sort of cru- uh, incrustation of, of, of dried methylene blue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if one tiny fleck of methylene blue lands on you on the surface and and makes contact with water then you've got a methylene blue stain there for life it's just it gets everywhere i've got books stained with methylene blue i've got surfaces um clothes stained with methylene blue future
1: historians will be able to find out your possessions based on little hints like this we know it once belonged to james dellingpole because we we found (laughs) methylene blue stains on the cover
0: do you think anything is going to be left? I'm not sure. Well, it depends I, I who wins, that, because doesn't it? You've 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 read Revelation. Mm. Have you got you, you you've read the bit where the horses are up to their withers or their necks in blood? Um, I, I, t- I must have made myself forget that. There's going to be so that, much it. blood. Yeah. There's going to be so much blood and so much horror, uh, and it would go on much longer if if christ didn't intervene you know saying like i've, I've just had enough of this is too, too much i mean mm. they kind of deserve it but i've had enough i'm i'm, I'm, I'm jesus after all enough slaughter think, already enough slaughter already um so i just i'm not sure i mean the only good that the, 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 there are some positives i think that all the wind turbines are going to be erased as if they never were right They'll, they'll have a job with the That's concrete bases. I oh, know, they will. They will. Do you know what was really annoying me today? Tell me. You probably guess, actually. Well, <laughs> take um, your pick. What, what, what okay. could it be? I'll so, oh, roll a dice. Go on. Go on. Go on that. Uh, well, roll well, I, dice. I wish I had a the, dice to hand. The dice there, there the
1: of a, 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 It had to be a 20-sided dice from D&D that would have yeah, lists would of things that annoy you. But what is it today? Okay
0: um well i glanced at Loza fox had put up a a, 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 another picture of an eagle which had been killed by a wind turbine Mm -hmm. and he just captioned it bat chomping bird slicing eco crucifix nice and as always there were the wankers who maybe they're not real maybe maybe they're just just Bots or trolls or whatever, or maybe they are. I mean, that the depressing part would be they if they were actually real people, trying to justify wind turbines despite the fact that they kill all these these. Okay, so I'm just going to read you the one of the ones that really particularly annoy me. I just thought this guy. Um, hang on, can he can he be real? Can he be real? Um, he's cool. Okay. Oh. I think there's a good argument Obviously, for the right. fact
1: that a lot of them aren't going to be real. That a lot of them will just be on a
0: bot farm okay. paid for by their big wind. This man claims to be called gr- Grumpy Old Man in Scotland. He says... Aye, i aye, I'm aye not going be me! Aye, aye. <laughs> They go at the same speed in the UK. Yes, 16... 16... <laughs> uh, 16 metre trees. Ripped out for green energy isn't good but those trees are predominantly commercial crops and commercial. would be harvested at some and commercial and would be harvested at some point anyway birds are reducing in the countryside due to habitat destruction not killed by turbines well who is this who is this complete twat d- 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 uh, okay so he claims to have 785 followers i don't they've got to be he's got to have paid for them in Groats or whatever they have in Scotland. Well, no, they, actually, they probably have CBDCs, don't they, already in Scotland because of their, their regime. Um, and his last sentence, birds are reducing in the countryside due to habitat destruction not killed by turbines. Sorry, there's a certain amount of cognitive dissonance going on there. How are turbines not habitat destruction? I mean, they're the definition of habitat destruction. Yep. If they've got these whirling blades going around, killing animals as they fly... I call that habitat destruction well, uh, uh,
1: and the amount of space those concrete bases take up and uh, it's yeah. just it's, it's a bollocks ar- yeah it's just a self-defeating argument
0: and then you get then you get because the, because obviously the enemy they they prepare the ground so there's this popular trope that always uh, resurfaces if a trope can resurface every time oh, by the way I, I so need a haircut I, I've, I haven't got it booked till Tuesday it's really annoying um, so sorry about my hair um, the, the this trope that endlessly resurfaces, which is that, well, of course, cats cats kill more kill more birds than, than wind turbines. Now, apart from anything else, I've got, as you know, the biggest cat short of the beast of, of Bodmin. It, 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 if somebody in fact, the two have never been seen lens, in the
1: same room together, have they?
0: Yeah, exactly. Somebody photographed that cat through a long lens. They can sell it <laughs> to the to the sun. Basically, and never once have I seen that cat come home with an eagle clamped mm. between his jaws. Not, not even a, something smaller like a peregrine falcon. I mean, cats just don't go for raptors. They they're, they're not they're not equipped for it. Wind turbines, on the other hand, are really really well equipped for for killing raptors, which, which as far as I remember, are, are a protected species. And it, it's weird. In fact, this, the, I, I was going to enlarge on this to to, the, to bigger topic. It is weird how the enemy have persuaded so many people to say really stupid things and think in a way that goes against all evidence and all logic. So, for example, they have now persuaded environmentalists, people who profess to care about nature, profess to care about the planet. Something must be done. They've persuaded them that these these devices that don't generate energy in any on any useful level and yet kill bats and birds on an industrial set, scale are green and they persuaded these people to come up with all sorts of justifications about why they're green even though they kill birds and bats on an industrial scale but james it's free energy
1: use. for goodness sake come yeah. on what's yeah. not to like about it's- that
0: uh, yeah I, I mean look you, you I, obviously I've steered the conversation onto my pet topic but I was thinking of other things you did you hear the Shane Sador podcast
1: Shane who sorry you, you've Shane Sador
0: used to be in the Illuminati right. he, he he went oh, yeah to, no I did see that like yes Harry, yes okay so he went to Harry Potter magic school trained by the Illuminati so he could work dark magic and he mm-hmm. and he and he got that well I mean I I, I took some of his claims with a, with a pinch of salt but when we got onto the subject of, of chemtrails He 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 made the point that that they have they we are so compliant with the enemies. We're so malleable, we're so gullible that we can look up at the sky and see these crisscross patterns, like somebody's done a sort of noughts and started off a game of noughts and crosses. being made in the sky, and, and and instead of going, well, hang on a second. Why are the planes doing that? Why are they flying one way and then then opposite? They, they can't be going anywhere. They can, they're not flying to Tenerife, are they? And 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 then moments later, you see these these um, trails, these vapor trails, as we've been encouraged to call them, sort of sort of um, expanding and floating, and, and then later on, it gets cloudy. And they persuaded everyone, pretty much, apart from people like you and me and a few other nutcases, to go, yeah, those are contrails. Those have been – that's what planes do. They make these things called contrails. And I know a pilot, by the way, and he tells me they're contrails as well. And people, people actually do this, and, th- and they think they're, they're sensible ones. I well, mean, the, the, what, the, one of the arguments I've heard for that
1: one is what, one, yeah. of our, one of our friends is a pilot who goes um, – Oh, I love the bit where I'm flying my jumbo jet and I press the I press the contrail button. Ha ha, lol. And it's like, well, yeah, I don't think anyone is assuming that the passenger jets are the ones that are putting out these chemicals. It, um, it's kind of like the straw man argument that says surely the pilots would know that they're carrying this stuff and yeah. they'd have told us by now and uh, and so they, they they do that typical straw man thing and then there's the argument that says that uh, um that they don't have the technology we know they have the technology to do things like cloud seeding and and this sort of stuff and then it's the but they'd have to do it on an enormous scale well they don't they're just doing it regionally uh you know in a in a piecemeal way, there's so much more to it, but people shoot it down with straw man arguments and uh yes, they it's do. actually almost more divisive than the moon
0: landing argument um even more divisive almost than paul is dead, which seems <laughs> to have divided quite a few of my um my 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 followers um but but on a different note the, with, with altogether,
1: a, I very yeah. nearly was late for this little get together because uh, i um yeah. chanced my arm at booking a very late uh, optician appointment my optician just wanted me in for my every two yearly checkup now i last yeah. saw him just over two years ago and i managed to squeeze an appointment in this afternoon and uh, he's uh, roughly my age and he's a muslim and he's from the black yeah. country and
0: he's really switched don't on buy, don't buy a car from dick don't whatever, <laughs> whatever he's selling you don't i, I let i'm selling him. you a, f- a ferrari for a fiver don't i let him burst uh,
1: burst air into my eyes so i do trust him
0: but he he's kind
1: of rabbit holy um he was Mm -hmm. two years ago when i first started talking god to him he was completely um excited by the whole thing he really wanted to talk about it more so what we now end up doing is a a 10 minute eye appointment and then a 20 minute discussion on religion and we continued that today and um basically we talk around the how close christianity is to islam and um, uh, and he was talking about uh you know we, i could say things like what we're lacking today in society is the morality that uh, whether you believe or not that uh, faith lays the groundwork for the morality of society and uh, and he said it was equally true of, of his faith to mine that 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 we lamented the demise of that so that was one of the little ones that i knew would we'd have common ground but he's a a, a, an enthusiastic um uh student of comparative religion so he loved talking about the differences between christianity and and islam to me and we just we agreed on 99 percent of the stuff dick it's is islam 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 um but his S bone of contention sibling. is with uh, Paul the Pauline stuff.
0: So um yeah but, but but yeah you see I I you get into trouble for that with 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 Christians because because Paul Paul is kind of key.
1: I know he's absolutely key but uh, to a normie it wouldn't seem like a big deal and this is what I said to him. I said, yeah, we're 99% um, in agreement, but that one percent uh, has caused wars. That one percent is enough to to completely fall out over, and it's really key. And I, I said in a nutshell, it's uh, whether or not Jesus was the Son of God and the Trinity. And apart from that, you 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 guys are cool with us, but they're kind of key and key facts. So yeah, Do no, you know I, you I, I wasn't me. giving it away. I was just um, um hmm. you know agreeing with him how close we both were. Anyway, it was a good appointment.
0: I think you should drop next time you, sh- you should you should you'll get a really good pair of glasses for this. Say to him that that you think that the English um, girls go around dressed like sluts and they deserve to be raped. <laughs> See <how that> goes? <laughs> he's a
1: nice, modern, very westernised guy. I, and we yeah, get I'm on teasing.
0: Great. Of course you are. I'm I'm am t- teasing. Funnily enough, my 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 eye guy is also a Muslim, I, but I haven't I haven't broached the uh, the yeah no i look i mean i'm i'm i think that most of the muslims are on our side yeah. in this war i think a lot of them a lot of them are a lot of them are wise to the the shit that's going down mm-hmm. and um yeah but well, i said i but, said to him basically to just to can
1: to, to, to put a line under this one i said um you and i have far more in common with each
0: other than we do with atheists yeah yeah we do but but actually not to draw a line under it because i have to say to you dick mm-hmm. you obviously haven't gone down the optician's rabbit hole oh for because, goodness sake yeah do you think about this think about this that we know that dentists are by and large a, a, a massive conspiracy against against one's health what with mm-hmm. mercury amalgam fillings certainly and, against and so on one's and, teeth yeah exactly uh doctors me- medical doctors they're they're trained in the in the um allopathic medicine which we know is deleterious to our health why do you think that opticians are ex- going to be exempt from this then they're, they're not they're selling okay, you, you know that our eyes will degrade over time whether uh, opticians yeah.
1: intervene or not
0: the, yeah, but you see, are the are the are the glasses the ever stronger glasses they're selling to you? Are they actually contributing to your to your decline? You well, see, no. A good well, optician th- will tell
1: you only to wear them when you absolutely need them, because he knows that your eyes will get lazy with
0: them. I, I see your dicks being a normie t- day today. Do um, <laughs> you think you just haven't spoken to me for a while, just because I'm not saying
1: opticians are part of the part of the great conspiracy? Well, I think they probably
0: are. I All think right. they probably are. I've evidence way, when i when i go for a walk with the dog now mm-hmm. um a sort of long walk i tend not to wear glasses it's a trade-off do i want to i'm going to miss out on all the hedgerow creatures that i might otherwise spot mm-hmm. but at the same time maybe my eyes looking into the distance is what they need yeah
1: I think. I think that's absolutely true but um as I said, this this guy told me pretty much the same. He said, "Don't don't wear your reading glasses for doing computer work. You don't need them. You know, it'll only make you it'll only make you lazy, only make your eyes lazy." So uh, uh, just really annoyed me my now. Hmm?
0: What's annoying me now is that boy has not brought me my cup of tea yet. I was I said, "If you're making a cup of tea, dear boy, will you make me one?" And he sort of made sort of noises like so you're asking me for some tea are you and i was like yeah um but it hasn't come yet
1: well that's that's appalling news and obviously i will pray for you
0: yes yes uh talking of that um i am now on i think possibly my favorite book of the bible right daniel
1: yeah um, uh, Dan Dan Cure, Sir Dan of Sea uh, That's ironically Not ironically at all That's his favourite book Because he's one of the first of our Thursday Circle group Do you know who, is? who No Have a guess uh, Is he a king?
0: No <laughs> You see You're confusing with Belshazzar With Belshazzar Oh Belshazzar right Belshazzar actually I was confused by this as well is actually Daniel. So what happened is that Nebuchadnezzar, mm-hmm. the king of the Chaldeans, a.k.a. the king of Babylon, mm-hmm. captures Jerusalem, obviously mm-hmm. destroys it and, and nicks all their stuff. And then he, he decrees that the most beautiful and bright boys from from Jerusalem should be brought to the the Babylonian court to learn the language. Um, I, I suppose, but like the Romans did, didn't they? They sort of they they, they sort of Romanize people. So he's yeah. Babylonianizing, and he gave them he gave them Babylonian names. So Daniel ah. became Belteshazzar, and okay. Daniel's mates. Do you know what they were called? You you remember this in, your, in the recesses of your memory. You remember this from scripture classes at school. No,
1: you'll have to hit me with them so Shadrack. I can go. Yes. Oh, Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego. Meshach.
0: Exactly, Abednego. Uh, who are the ones who went into the fiery furnace? So, so it all comes back to you mm. and meany, um, meany, Teckle. Well, it was like Shemham and
1: Japheth. They just all spring back into yeah. your mind, oh, don't they? exactly. Some of it must have sunk We thing. had
0: quite a good... We had quite a good grounding, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. At We'd, school, uh, at prep,
1: know, school. Pr- prep school to public school, and um, some really switched-on divinity teachers and uh, and chaplains. Yeah. And as you as you uh, were telling your your psalm's guy, your Nick Mackison, that uh, you know, mm. chapel every day, twice on a Sunday. It's gonna no matter how much you hated it,
0: it's, you, you're taking it in, especially as you're a sponge at that age. But do you? Uh, You you say that all these people were sort of experts or good. Do you remember who our first um, scripture teacher was at prep school, at Hillstone? Um, Well, I'm not not thinking Ted Ed. No, exactly. You've got your memory has been. It was Mr. Greaves.
1: Mr. Greaves, the art
0: teacher, also taught scripture. Mr. Greaves, who fought in the Long Range Desert group and then in tanks in the Western Desert. But wouldn't talk about it annoyingly. Hmm. Yeah, him. He taught scripture, and well, I suppose anyone could. And we just used to get tests on it. So, you, so you, you'd get tests like I don't remember the names of the scripture teacher. No, well, well, maybe well. It, I can't believe that that it was streamed. Maybe it I, was.
1: No, no, but I thought it was um, maybe Torrance or someone like that.
0: No, no. Anyway, Gosh. this is a bit. This is a bit niche. For those who weren't at Hillstone yeah, but the School in the early 1970s, time, <laughs> I wonder how many there. of them are listening to this podcast now. Yes, exactly. two maybe. Two, if if we're very, 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 very lucky. Very lucky. Hmm. Um, yes, but it, but it is is great to have this stuff. And I wonder because I was really good at scripture at school. I used to always come top of the class, hmm. and I'd love to go back into my mind as I was then and and. Try and recall what it was that I um, felt about this stuff. Did I think it was just a waste of time? Did I? Well, I used to say my prayers every night, so I must have—I must have believed in it to a degree, mustn't I? Where were <laughs> you back then? Um, I thought it was all allegory.
1: I thought it was, especially as even the odd chaplain would brush it off as kind of like we're not to take it all literally. Didn't and they? um yeah it it's it's it, uh, i i i'm i feel a bit betrayed on that front because no one actually came out and said this woo stuff you'll love this 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 you know the stuff to actually reel in kids a little bit of woo would have gone a long way but no we we were taught yeah. not to not to believe the 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 weird stuff and certainly not to dabble with revelation
0: um so you know that this is how I white pill the kids who I go riding with well, you know, during the school holidays when they're on their ponies. I just I just sort of red pill and white pill them. It's great. I say, what are we covering today, kids? Are we going to do the Titanic? Or are we going to do Dinosaurs Aren't Real? Or, they say, oh, let's do it. And they say, oh, we're learning something in our history lesson. Can you give us some, something to... Oh, nice. Sort of, so,
1: yeah. Well, my, my big favorite at the moment is um, uh, creationism versus Darwinism. And And Darwinists haven't got a leg to stand on, have they? Their theory is such a load of bollocks. This whole idea that there was this combination of chemicals at just the right temperature for the right number of millions of years that spontaneously started single-celled life. And it's just, they can't honestly believe that. Uh, at best, they'll say, "Yeah, well, it's better than your theory that there's a big sky fairy." I said, "You know what? I don't think how? it is a better theory."
0: Yes, uh, how uh, is it? What? Well, it, it, it's. It, I it's like an... the big sky fairy theory. Uh, well, <laughs> I think it's really uh, <laughs> good. It's really compelling. <laughs> Mock him at your peril. Well, I mean, it just—it's it just obvious. It, it, uh, once you think about it, if you stop to look at the evidence, it becomes so obvious that. That, i'm reading a that, very good book uh, at the I moment mean,
1: called in yeah, six days have you heard of it it's no. 50 top-level scientists who um believe in six-day creation and short essay from each of them starting off with their credentials as scientists and to then say uh, why it's not just plausible but likely and um you know they talk in terms of Okay, so you think there's a primordial swamp that somehow one day came up with the first single cell that ultimately split and became everything that was life on Earth. For that to happen, you don't just need the right ingredients. Where are you getting the amino acids and the correct, um, uh, you, you need an oxygen source. It needs to have actual life in it and the nucleus and the the dna and rna within it it's not just a cell is not a simple thing that will happen if you throw the right amount of chemicals together and this idea that uh, yeah but you've got to add in it's got millions of years for it to happen well it can't happen over millions of years it all has to happen simultaneously or it doesn't happen at all you can't yes. expect one yes. part of the cell to create and then wait a, a, a millennium for the next part to just happen along. That cell isn't going to wait around. It'll be dead in, in, in seconds unless all the ingredients are there together. So um, this was only one of the essays. But after you've read about four or five of them, you put the book down. And you're going, well, this, it's so glaringly obvious. I, I thought this book would be a good counter to, to the uh, to the Darwinists because I, I didn't have any particular good arguments against their theory and now i'm like well how did i ever believe that darwin crap so yeah i'll
0: i'll certainly put it your well, way but i'm enjoying it at the moment you 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 believed it we believed it because it's everywhere mm-hmm. uh, you you pretty much cannot read an article on the subject of certainly the biological sciences um or wildlife or anything without encountering just just dropped in casually um something about about evolution Hmm. it's although weirdly i was watching only connect the other night do you ever watch only connect i don't watch any live television (laughs) okay it's the only bbc show we watch because it's the only one as a family that we can tolerate you're still a tv reviewer so you're allowed it apart from australian master chef (laughs) <laughs> and of course the the yeah and victoria Corran, who i consider kind of liberal elite bordering on satanist luciferian you know illuminati um there was a there was a question that came up about evolution and she she just said uh well, of course i don't believe in evolution and i was thinking this was a really striking thing for anyone to say on on the BBC, mm. and we ordered a double take because it because we're thinking, is it a joke? Is it is it is it one of her? Is she taking the funny piss? jokes? Unfunny. She doesn't do jokes. I mean, she tries jokes, but she's famous for unfunny jokes. So anyway, <laughs> um, boy boy did a did a, a Google thing and discovered that she's well, it wasn't totally clear whether she is. Um, jewish or, or or christian i mean i mean the uh, Corans are jewish by up by you know uh, um family lineage i should think but she may have converted i don't know but anyway she she believes in god and doesn't believe in in um doesn't believe in evolution right so that's good so that's well, what, that, that's what know, the, i'm amazed the, that
1: got through she you know the one that i know
0: through the uh,
1: the sensors but it's one of those things that you don't challenge and if you do you're an absolute loon i remember someone recently saying yeah but now of course james dellingpole is a young earth creationist and you know who yeah. saw that coming it it just puts you so totally out there um do you remember my two yes. bosses when i worked back in cheltenham for the, a branding yeah, agency I did. And they're both evangelical Christians, and they're they're both. Whenever we talked about this sort of stuff at work, it was like, yeah, yeah, fossils. It's it's all. It's not what you think. I said, but 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 carbon dating. Yeah, that can be falsified. And um, and I said, you you really believe the Earth was created in the way that you're told and above? Yeah, and they were. They they didn't try to convince me. They just had a, a perfectly rational argument every time I had one for them. And I was thinking, you guys are really confident in your. Complete lunacy! I, you know, good on you for believing it, but woo! Yeah. <laughs> so I know that. <laughs> yeah, I know that's how we come across. In fact, a um, lot of people um, watching us now will be, will be going woo!
0: And we don't care. We don't we care. Totally, totally don't. Because we're based. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, AF. I thought you put it very well. D- yeah, based there I thought you put it very well. Actually, um, the. Th- 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 because it is one of that one of the hand waving things that that people defending evolutionary theory do is they say, look, it happens over millions of years, and you, and you think, oh well, if it happens over millions of years, well, <laughs> that explains anything everything. Anything could have happened just, in that time. <laughs> anything, exactly, anything. Yeah, <laughs> because they don't want to go into the detail no. because it's oh, Dick, yeah. oh my goodness, have you come across? The staircase of disbelief no oh I'm gonna send you the link right the staircase of disbelief i, I unfortunately I, I, I I've forgotten the guy's name um who came up with this. It's not a theory. It's a it's a, a a framing device explaining why.
1: I was thinking there was literally a staircase that is really because there was someone on Facebook yeah, yeah. posting
0: it? lots of Facebook pictures of
1: really Did terrifying you, staircases.
0: You only see it. With, uh, you would have missed it. Uh, the blue moon, right? That was the other night. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a blue moon which will not appear again until probably we're, we're dead. You know, like which like of
1: course I missed totally 20th. because I only found out about the day after. Okay. So yeah.
0: Well, if you looked just underneath the moon, you would have seen the staircase of disbelief, which is actually what Robert Plant was thinking of when he wrote his... Stairway to literally Heaven. Literally, when he wrote Stairway to Heaven. Right. No, no, I'm making that up. Oh, Not for God's sake, don't staircase do this on your credulous brother. Sorry. Sorry. The staircase of, of disbelief is um, essentially the gulf that separates normies from, from us. Mm-hmm. And he explain i'm i'm not going to explain it as well as he does but he says look you don't you don't embrace conspiracy theories all at once you 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 get on the first step say it's that maybe there weren't any weapons of mass destruction in the mm. in the gulf war maybe 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 unbelievable that that might seem maybe tony blair actually lied to us and and, and president bush lied to us in order to engineer the war they just needed an excuse or it might be a similar one might be maybe there was more than one gunman involved in the in the assassination of jfk and maybe it wasn't it maybe it was a bit too far from the bookstore the book depository for for this guy oswald to get in a decent headshot maybe and so you're on there mm-hmm. and so you've got your doubts about the system uh, and that enables you to move on to further and further up the staircase of disbelief. So once you've accepted the possibility that state agencies are, are morally compromised, that they do not necessarily act in your interest, that, that the authorities are not your friend and they lie to you and they do what, you're, ready for the, you're you're ready for things like false flags. You think, yes, not only did they lie to us about the Gulf War and about j f k and all the moon landings, but also they actually kill innocent people to in in fake attacks to blame the muslims or to or to or to justify new wars, which, which benefit from the military industrial complex, whatever. But, that, but you, cannot, you cannot reach that point on the staircase of disbelief until you've taken the baby step towards first accepting that, hang on a second, maybe the authorities are, are not as trustworthy as we thought. You see that? Um, the, the problem is, with, with normies, is that they know instinctively That the moment they step onto the first step in the staircase of disbelief, that that is the beginning of a journey which will lose them friends, lose them credibility, possibly even cost them their jobs, which will change their world forever, that may even endanger their lives. And so most people, um, you know, they they can sort of flash forward and and see what's... Thank you. Are you still there dick? Yeah, I'm still here I, but
1: but you have in fact lost your image. Uh, and I'm you're yeah, just yeah, about okay. on a faint thumb, voice at the thumb thumb
0: moment. Step. Okay, that's apparently And apparently I know it, it must be your working. end.
1: I, I know you traditionally no, no, blame your guests no, but it's uh, saying
0: it, it's saying your your internet shit not mine actually. Yeah, yeah, when that, your that's the, the line internet. all the time, isn't it? Okay. Anyway. Um this is why we have such trouble reaching a, a, a chunk of the population. They never want to go even onto the first step because they know instinctively what it's going to cost them. So they'd rather remain in ignorance than than know because they know the consequences of, of knowing are so great that it is better to remain in ignorance. Do you see? Yeah, no, I, I get that. And it works on a lot of
1: levels, on a very simple level. It's the sort of people who will still go to Costa every time they want a coffee because even though they know it's not going to be the best coffee they ever had it's reliably the same as the last coffee they had and they will have surroundings that won't challenge them in any way and uh, they they won't risk uh, a, 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 an experience in the unknown by going to the local indie cafe
0: uh, and there's those yeah. of us who and wouldn't if, go anywhere a near a Costa. If a little girl chops her, uh, oh yeah, her yeah, we, we, we know all about the um, the, the, the doesn't, doesn't, It doesn't matter off, because the main thing uh, is they've got consistent coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But um, it, it's it's why Normies won't take the first step, as you say, because you know it, it's a can of worms, and they'll just keep the lid firmly on it. But uh, yeah, like you'll have to send me links to the entire staircase of disbelief theory. But uh, also, I'm a bit I'll discombobulated a at the moment by not being able to see you. Uh, ah, is there anything can, you can do to make? I can see make... you.
0: I can yeah. see you. Okay.
1: Your voice is now Just, at least
0: quite clear. Yeah. Well, I can I can see you you blurrily. and the main if thing is your, the viewer, one of your one of your that they'll get uh-huh. it all and it'll be fine. Um,
1: yeah. Is one of your children playing Call of Duty or something like kids do? They don't.
0: Or something like that. They no? don't play video games.
1: They're
0: no. I used to think that was a bad thing. I think it's probably a good thing. Yeah, it's definitely about a good the thing. To- the, the, the life wasted in playing video games. Yeah, what, no, that's why they're, how they're there. How is that a good they're, use of they're, life? They're, it, it's um, bread and circuses, isn't it? Totally is. Totally is. The other thing I want to send you, Dick, when I send you the staircase of disbelief, is uh, I'll hmm. send you my substack i've 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 been on this sort of substack role i mean and, and my other platforms as well but i I've, was halfway I through like the substack. hitler one the other day <laughs> oh the hitler uh, one yeah that's yeah good,
1: i, I got halfway through it before i realized there was another several pages of it so i i paused and i thought i'd save it for another day and i haven't got back to it yet but i i was um i was smiling as i read it
0: well, that is the joy of—I mean, that's the upside and the downside of of, of Substack—is you haven't got an editor saying, you know, um, yeah, can you give us twelve hundred words by by three PM? So, so what I find is that I, I deliver sort of two and a half thousand words by, by 3 p.m. about three weeks after I started the piece. Right. Because, because you've got, you've got no limits and, and, and there's lots of room for digression and so on. Yeah, but but you've got an internal editor, uh, you know, sat on your shoulder,
1: whispering into your ear. And and after years in journalism, uh, which actually segues really nicely into Mm. this. Do you remember my old London friend, Malcolm? Who gave us yes. a story about the story about the story of his brother meeting that girl at the party who liked to be mole gripped?
0: That, that's <laughs> a long time ago, that long story. T- that
1: story came from from Malcolm, anyway. And, of course, we're using mole grip for, as a euphemism in that. Anyway, let, before we go too, f- too much further into that, Malcolm contacted me the other day and said, I've been trying to contact your brother to tell him how much I enjoyed his old article on Sixto Rodriguez. Yeah? Oh, yeah. And um, I thought, what a funny thing to say. He said, but I can't get him to reply, or I don't think the message is getting through. Could you just tell him how much I thought that was a brilliant piece of writing? So, one To make Malcolm happy, I'm doing that now, telling you how much Malcolm enjoyed that piece. So I thought I'd go back and reread it and in the process found out that it was because the man died last month at the age of 81. Mm. But I went back and read your piece from The Telegraph, and I think you can do this by Googling Dellingpole and Sixto Rodriguez, uh, from 2009, and it really was an excellent article. It was, um, you were good at that shit. You were good at the, the, the interviews and the background story and uh, and engaging the, the, the reader. It was it was a real pleasure to read all over again.
0: Well, I was really good and I find this really interesting knowing what I know now about the world, which is that I was like, I don't believe in false modesty. If you're good at something, you're like, you know, don't you like. I mean, I'd love to be really good at riding and jumping over hedges, and I know I'm. I'm. I'm I'm not. No, you've never claimed to be good at the shit that you're not. No, but I think when it comes to writing, there's not many people, particularly articles and sort of think pieces and stuff. You know, I mean, like, I I mean, Toby, bless him, is not even in the game. I'm so much better than him. Um, I. am I'm um, you know Rod Rod, Rod Little is, is is pretty good in, on his day but once he once he finds the formula it's like and 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 his insights are just like rubbish i mean he's got nothing actually to say about the way he's, he's got no he's got no coherent world view because he doesn't know he's stuck in the kind of normie paradigm but anyway can you say r- Beltan dis- Shang? Velt and But rather than diss all the people who are who are who are not as good as me. I mean Douglas doesn't write as well as me, for example. But I used to feel not so much bitter, that would be too strong a word, but I was puzzled why somebody who was as good at this stuff as me, good at good at kind of features, good at at think pieces and stuff. Why I was never rewarded with the golden, with the golden ticket, the 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 column on the mail, or or the kind of, or one of those jobs like Brian Appleyard has on the Sunday Times, where he's the go-to color supplement feature writer and stuff, and it's it's a sinecure. Once you're there, you get loads and loads of money, and it, and and it's great. And I realise now it's got nothing to do with whether you can write or not, or, 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 or and how entertaining you are, it, it, you've got to have the extra ingredient, which is how willing are you to spread your butt cheeks for the man? Um, and I, I suppose people like Rod probably think of themselves as sort of free spirits, but they're not. Because what they're doing, every time they they bash away at their keyboard, is that they are endorsing the mendacious paradigm in which everyone is stuck. So, you know, you're going to get Rod talking about how maybe Trump is a, Trump is a bit, what, um, (laughs) a bit right wing and crazy and and stuff and how, and how, I don't know, um, global warming is a, is is a, is a problem probably because Rod, Rod thinks it's a bit green and so that, that then, They're faux-edgy, but in every every word they write, they are actually endorsing the narrative. And everyone who's got a column in... I mean, Brian Appleyard, for example, I'm sure many years ago I would have read pieces by him, long, long pieces explaining why the next viral pandemic was going to be a real problem and and it could be happening any time. You think, these guys are just like the bitches of the system, of, of, of our evil overlords, and... Um, nobody. You've ever managed asked to say me, Do controlled to a... opposition without
1: saying controlled opposition.
0: Yeah, N- nobody ever asked me. Do you want to be a bitch of the evil overlords, and and many benefits will accrue, and you'll get you'll get a scarlet cloak with a with a with a gold with a with a a gold thing round your neck, like like Daniel got given by Nebuchadnezzar and and by his son Bel Belshazzar, by the way, before Belshazzar was killed that very evening. You oh, know spoiler that? alert! Very. The very sorry, yeah. The very evening of Bel- um, when Daniel revealed to Belshazzar what the meaning of, it, of his his dream about the feast, it, it says in, in one sentence, and then Belshazzar was killed. And it, it does that in the it Bible. He was replaced by somebody else. Mm, there it is. Um, it's quite yeah. He was he was placed by Darius, I think. The um... second. The uh, the sixto
1: Rodriguez thing. Um, interesting that actually you seem to be talking to someone who knew the score with the fact that the music industry is just as what you described in journalism that it, it's fully corrupt and he wouldn't play the game uh, and i think he was probably awake oh. if if you go back and reread your article you it, it could have been written by you very recently in that it touched on all the he, he didn't want to play the big the the music industry game he wouldn't be their bitch D-
0: dick you've actually just poked a i was going to say you poked a hornet's nest of thoughts in my this is something i've, I've been wanting to talk to you about and i and i'd, I'd forgotten but have you ever wondered whether all the music that we liked, we actually only liked because we were brainwashed into liking it with various sort of cultural um, stimuli,
1: Hmm.
0: Um, whether those stimuli might be the image of the band or, or just the, the associations with the band um, or or sheer repetition. Has it, have you ever thought that actually any piece of shitey music and, and turn it into, into gold, and that this is how the music industry has always worked.
1: I think there's only a certain amount of legs in that one, because I, remember, I, I think back to what I liked back when. And sometimes you liked a song, despite the fact that it was by a band you hated and were really uncool, and you were slightly embarrassed to like the song, which leads me to believe that there must be songs that are of their own merit, good and listenable and enjoyable but are they getting you on a sort of uh, a, a satanic level uh, are they getting it because uh, you know the devil has all the best tunes um the image and manipulation of our emotions through image i think only plays a, a, a part i think some of it has to be in the in the songwriting and the tunes
0: yes i think that was a, that's a very good answer i th- i think um I think, though, do you remember you and I used to sit down with the Beatles' Red album and the Beatles' Blue album? Mm -hmm. we used to play them a lot. I remember there came a point in our lives where we felt we really must get to know the Beatles better because they are are part of our musical education and not Mm -hmm. to know about them will leave us um, empty. And although we found certain songs which are very very good i mean eleanor rigby strawberry fields a, a, a few others i do remember even at the time that not really expressing it because was one didn't one had been programmed not to express such things but how so much of their catalogue is absolute shite in mm. in different ways and Looking back on it, I mean, well, they looking at looking at their back catalogue now. I, I think there is no way that that was written by four lovable mop tops from from Liverpool. The, the the variety is far far too great. There's no common aesthetic there. Even if you even if you had oh, scabrous, cynical John Lennon versus twee, winsome Paul McCartney, the, even that doesn't explain that the. the 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 variety of their stuff and mm. I, I i i very much buy into the idea that this was this was all this was all written by other hands and then say oh i think i've written something a bit ringo-ish today you know i, I this is a good one dick yellow submarine mm. it, it it's it's a clue about the about the, the, the about flat earth and about the nature of our, our experience that we are living in a well, this is it. we're in a yellow submarine, and um, uh, sky of blue and sea of green. It's all, right? It's all the description of um, a bit. They're like, telling you what they're doing in plain sight. are telling you what they're doing. A bit like Psalm nineteen, I think, tells you. It gives you a clue as to as to the the nature of. It talks about the firmament, right? Uh, the heavens declare the glory of god and the firmaments showeth his handiwork uh and, it, and it, it, it goes into detail about about um there's a really really good line in it about um uh the uh in them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun which cometh forth as a as a cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber um and rejoiceth as a giant to run his course. I love the idea of the sun coming out like a like a uh, a bridegroom out of his out of his his um, chamber and running about like a giant, delight enjoying enjoying what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I um, haven't got
1: on to that particular psalm yet, but um, I ha- what I have done is, as, as, as I mentioned earlier, watched your first um, psalms podcast, and uh, mm. obviously you're covering. You just do this.
0: So, um, yeah. Which, which, which line have you? Which line have you quoted from Psalm um, 23 on the back?
1: Well, uh, can you? Can't read, read that. No. Oh. Um, yeah. It was, "Yea, thou in the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me." Um, King James version. You've got
0: the key bit, the central bit. Thou art with me.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I like the fact that he pointed out that that was absolutely mm-hmm. the middle part of it, and it's a line on its own. Um, but uh, I'm thinking of uh, of going for Psalm 1 next. What do you think of that, yeah. for a, a learner?
0: Oh, I think Psalm 1 is absolutely key. Um, I was hoping you'd say uh, that. Yeah, Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the council of the ungodly nor stood in the way of sinners and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful but his delight in is in the law of the lord and in in his law will he exercise himself day and night Um, well i'll get on to
1: it but i i I thought i'd be okay with 91 and and 23 but um, i'm feeling like that
0: there's room in my life for another one some people i i've got i uh, assistant i think it was assistant ben i i am very ungracious when people give me these little christmas presents and a, a few years ago i think it's somebody on my team i think it was ben gave me this fantastic old book about the psalms and it talked about the psalms in history and it's particularly interesting on on the early church and it tells you that, that certain figures just took maybe one or two lines of the of the psalms of, of their favorite psalms and that was their the model for their. they built their life on on that mm-hmm. i mean you could you you could build your life on psalm one actually ruskin um you know the 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 the, the victorian they wrote about painters ruskin said there's about he named about five psalms that he said that that those lay out the, the the ground rules and and for for how to live a li- how to live your life, and you you can you can skip the rest. Um, but yeah. Well, I'm glad I, you finally I, started I your the same, series. I I think I think that God sort of got got one of his fingers and went Zzzz. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. It's about it's about time. Um. Also, I think that when we when we get cancelled for when when uh, i think we're pretty we're, we're fast approaching the stage where even talking about so-called conspiracy theories will have you branded as a terrorist and get taken off the air um i suppose when that happens it'll be like i can do i can i can still do the psalms until of course they make that illegal um
1: oh i can completely see because, the time
0: coming very soon uh, and and Calvin Robinson's been
1: uh, clear on this that we're going to get persecuted and it's going to become all right to persecute Christians again and they're not going to see the irony of the fact that they've been protecting every other faith but Christianity all these years uh, and will the same people will completely endorse the persecution of of, uh, traditional Christians it's
0: already happening yeah it, it 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 totally is and it's not like we don't know that that's the deal because it it says it because Jesus says it all the time. Yeah, no, no, but, and,
1: and we're told in Revelation that we're going to face persecution. So uh, yeah, that, that's something else to look forward to.
0: It makes us kind of it makes us kind of badass, I guess.
1: Oh, um, we're going to be really badass because uh, it's not exactly going to shut us up, is it?
0: No, it's not. It's not. I I, I think that people who haven't looked into this, the the, the ones who are not who are immune to the christian message i think haven't thought very very hard about how long eternity lasts i I mean (laughs) that's that's the very first thing that got me the the day i woke up to
1: it all and uh it was it was uh our, our good friend richard mutter who is now an army chaplain and uh he 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 said the words he said all this COVID nonsense. Everyone's so worried about about dying, and no one no one seems to give a damn about their immortal soul. And I went away. That was the last thing he said to me that night. And I just went away thinking about it. And I thought, immortal soul, the immortal soul, the mortal soul is a real thing. Uh, eternity is quite a long time. Uh, our ninety years on earth, or however long we get, is but a blink of an eye in comparison. Oh, yeah, you really should be spending that short period of time making sure you're good with eternity because that's a heck of a long time. And that's that's one of the things that really got me going, got me switched on to the whole thing, eternity. And uh, yeah, you don't want to be in a bad place while that's going on.
0: Uh, the other thing is though, Dick, uh, I, I am, um, as you know, I spend a lot of time in my head and I don't think I would ever have been ever been converted to to true Christianity if I hadn't been persuaded by the intellectual case as well as the you know lots of people say oh well you know you just feel it and you have this emotional connection with Jesus and and stuff which which, which I think is, is probably true but um I find that the the, the intellectual case for Christianity, well, we, you you outline some of that with, with evolutionary theory. It's just it just doesn't stand up compared to to creationism. Um, but I, I I know we're supposed to to just get into this thing through faith, and 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 like there's not supposed to be any anything beyond that. That's well, okay, we, we, miracles, but lots of people don't believe in miracles and things. But actually, there's so much really compelling evidence that this stuff is real. I mean, for example, I commend to you some of the podcasts on the Turin Shroud, which, like, (laughs) it feels like cheating. It feels like cheating because there's no question that the guy who was underneath the Turin Shroud got resurrected after three days. There's Hmm. just no doubt about it and i think oh no that's that's, that's slightly unfair that's you know, I, I mean we're supposed to just like in our hearts just just to take the risk of the leap of faith mm. and actually here it is like god saying no, no no here's some evidence for you or i recommend somebody sent me this i'll send it to you chuck missler have you come across chuck missler yet
1: i've seen the name yeah that's as far Missler's as i can
0: really, say he's he's he's, he's 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 dead now Um, well obviously he's he's alive in heaven but but he's um, he did this one really good thing where um, well he's done lots of good things he did this one on um, he said there's a way of looking at the bible Um, you know how do you know it's true how do you know that you, you know you get this line from atheists all the time saying yeah but it's just stories made up by people to justify their fear of death and you can't trust any of this stuff and all all, all the stuff that that we hear and he says actually god has put this this his imprint on the scriptures where you know that this this couldn't be accidental that this this stuff is 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 real Um, and it has to do with the number seven which which is the holy number and it it's a bit like the mathematical possibilities of, of evolution that the, there's no way that, that animals could have evolved because the, 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 the chances of, of each successive state stage where they kind of mutate from, from, I don't know, a fish to a, whatever, uh, a cat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever <laughs> that they're, they're, they're so implausible that you string them all together and, and, and you, you've, you've got sort of in, infinity to, to one against, um, uh, the, the um and 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 he 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 goes he he demonstrates that that the 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 well i i i can't explain it it's just it's just you 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 sit there listening and your just jaw hits the floor when you realize that wow there are all these codes embedded in the scriptures in the bible i think particularly the king james bible actually for some reason it's um there's a guy that's another podcast explaining why the why the king james bible 1611 it's 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 all the all the kind of gematria and the numerology and all, all the significance of it this is the book that that that, that the prophets predicted would be the binding the binding um, scripture that that united all, all christians under 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 god's god's word using universal language english and um but anyway um well you're gonna
1: to have to send me a I link to it
0: yeah, I, I will. I've lost it in the telling. Anyway, yeah. Look, look up, look up, Chuck Missler, and well, look. There's, there's one other thing, you were talking about
1: the. Uh, you, you were enticed by the intellectual argument. I think mm. the uh, as uh, a painter and an artist, mm. I think there's a lot to be said for being enticed in on those grounds, because, little story. My good friend Andy invited me to attend choral matins at uh, Hereford Cathedral last week, I yeah. think it was, or the week before. Um, because We've been looking around for n- for non-woke church services where we're not going to get a uh, um, a rainbow flag, Ukraine. Black Lives Matter, Ukraine sermon. So he found this Choral Matins, which is the third service of the morning that's gone on at Hereford Cathedral. Um, you've already had morning prayer and you've already had the main uh, communion service. So it's the third service. No, it's 11.15. Hardly anyone's there. I think the congregation amounted to about eight people, easily outnumbered by the choir, who's a visiting choir. Each week, a different choir. This is There's a season for this, and they normally have the, the Hereford, Hereford Cathedral Choir, but they have a period of time off, during which time visiting choirs come. So you get to sit in the unoccupied choir stalls because the choir, being about 14 people, only occupies a small part of it. And all the um, the liturgy is sung uh, in responses, and the choir is singing it. Uh, there is a little bit of participation. You sing two hymns, and they both happen to be belters, so that was nice. Um, and you're surrounded by this complete beauty of, of Hereford Cathedral, which is a lovely cathedral. Of course, it's got the Mappa Mundi in there as well, which is another good reason to visit. Um, is that flat? Uh, yes, <laughs> um, it's not a globe. Um, but I was thinking that if you were a member of the public who drifted in to come and have a look at this cathedral, because you're in a city, you, uh, a cathedral city, you go and have a look at the cathedral. You'd be hit by the stained glass and the beauty of that. Um, oh, and you can go to the the SAS um, uh, monument in there, the SAS chapel. Um, and, all around is the the beauty of the architecture and the glass while this choir is singing something that could have been sung a thousand years before, you can be completely transported in the moment and If you were even slightly Christian or had had your doubts about atheism, this thing would surely take you the rest of the way, you know be swept away by the beauty of the whole thing. you'd have to ask yourself there's got to be more to this than I initially thought. So there are lots and lots of ins. You can have an in on an intellectual basis. You can have an in on a purely an artistic basis. But uh, I I think they'll find you depending on what your particular, well, let's call it a vulnerability is. And it's great that it got you on the intellectual front. But I, I think a lot of people will be brought in by the beauty of the whole thing.
0: Oh, yeah. There was just another facet I think you're mm. right the, the 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 beauty thing is 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 something else, and also there's the going back to to the um evolution and stuff there 's the nature thing consider the lilies, yeah, and it's just like yeah well we'll do do consider the lilies the, how, how would that have how would that have been created by random processes well i always use the example
1: of a butterfly i said you can look at a butterfly's wings and tell me that that was once an amoeba that just happened to get lucky it's just a <laughs> ludicrous argument so um you know con- consider the butterflies and the
0: lilies but uh yeah, yeah I, I, well <laughs> i've I, I have been considering the butterflies recently and what i love about the butterflies apart from the fact they've got lovely fluttery wings with lots of colors on them is that butterflies seem to be really, really fussy about when they come out. And when they come out is when it's sunny. They love the sun. They just absolutely love it. Sometimes if if, if it gets a bit cloudy, your bud layer is is suddenly empty. But as soon as the sun breaks through, the butterflies emerge from somewhere and they're always fluttering about and they're really, really happy in the sun. And And they're not plastering themselves with Factor 50, are they? No, they're not. (laughs) They're not.
1: And yet, and they reap not, neither do they sow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to go soon, because I'd noticed that it's, uh, we're over our hour. But I think yeah. when you ask all your other guests, where can we find you? This is the time when I say, look, you can buy this branded Delling Pod. Well, these aren't, but the T-shirts are. What? Look. Why aren't
0: they branded Delling Pod?
1: Well, because the probably wasn't. No, they, they are. Sorry. Yeah, they are. Phew. There you go. Phew. And... Um, Good. The T-shirts, yeah, yeah, and They're you can get t- them yeah. on DellingpoleStudio dot com. So you could put that as a nice little link at the uh, at the bottom of your thing.
0: DellingpoleStudio
1: dot com.
0: Yeah, that's and good. there's also
1: a Psalm um, ninety one mug, but I haven't got that with me right now. But yeah, I, I should get better at selling the merch. I'm very lazy
0: with it, but uh, oh, we it, should both get better at at monetizing our uh um, yeah. our things. You're frozen um,
1: now. That's probably a, a message for us to it's a wind it up.
0: So um well well Dick, thanks. That was great. And um thank you everyone for listening. Um and please keep supporting me. I really appreciate your support on locals and Substack and you, you get early access to my podcast if you if if you if you sign up to these ones. I, I mean I I mean I think you should do it to support me rather than because you want to get early access. But you do get early access, um, and also you can buy me a coffee, which is nice. Um, and yeah, that's it. Oh, and and my sponsors. Don't forget to use my sponsors. Um, the 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 pure gold company, and monetary metals, and a few others. Yeah. Good. Alright, Dick. Right then, brother. You're I'm gonna right. go off
1: and do my Friday things a and uh I'll speak to you soon to a bit Oh.